Hello and welcome to the Zwift SBS podcast. Zwift is the app that connects you to cyclists all over the world and makes indoor training fun. There are structured workouts, training plans that are really easy to follow, online group rides, and why not try a few races? You can also organize a meetup with a bunch of friends. You might just have to make your own coffee at the end. With Zwift, you can even listen to this podcast while you ride around the Champs-Élysées. All you need is a bike, trainer, and the Zwift app. Get a free seven-day trial, no strings attached, at Zwift.com. Right on. Bonjour, 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 and uh, welcome to the Zwift SBS Cycling Podcast. Before we start, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream, or subscribe to this podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash sport, or log a ride with our friends at Zwift. Joining me in the streets of Paris, it's Dave McKenzie. How are you, Dave? Uh, I feel I feel euphoric. Um, what's this building behind us? It's a Grand Palais. The Grand Palais. And he's facing the Petit Palais. <laughs> it's like here we are, nestled <laughs> between the Grand Palais and the Petit Palais. I mean, how, can life how, be how any be- better at the moment? Yeah, how beautiful is life? It yeah. is. I mean, you really have to, at some point, look up. And I mean, by the way, the Petit Palais is still pretty big. Yeah. No. <laughs> for a small palais, it's pretty massive. It, yeah. it's, it's bigger than the one in St Kilda. And just for your knowledge, they've been fully, fully renovated a couple of years ago. They're just amazing inside Looks now. like there's still some work going on, but yeah. no, it, it is... Very good to be here yeah, for absolutely. the final stage. Uh, do you know what I did today? I do, but I'll <laughs> let you. I spent the day on the motorbike behind the race. Incredible. Yeah, blew you like, away. Uh, I have no words. The first thing, well, tell, the first thing you said to me was the chaos. Just yeah. talk about that for Just a second. The, the chaos behind is unbelievable. Yeah. And I'm not a rookie in cycling, and I know that I knew there was stuff going on. But the level of chaos at the back is incredible. Uh, you, you hear um, Radio Tour at the same time. So you, you hear uh, our good friend Piquet. And in there, he's coding at the cars. Sagan is thirsty. Total Energy is at the front. But Total Energy is at the back. He needs to go back all the way up. And it's a whole jungle note of cars going up and down. And the press motorbikes, the police, the gendarmes, the, the commissaires, the officials. It's a royal mess. Does it give you does it give you more of an appreciation of just what this not just the tour, because a lot of pro races are like this, the tour's next level because of obviously the more press and everything, but does it give you this appreciation of just how sort of crazy this but and, and amazing this sport is? And I'm just amazed there's no more accident. No, no oh, more accident I'm, here, I'm here with that. Like yeah. it's it's absolutely crazy. So these guys are absolute troopers, the drivers, the DSs, the, all yeah. this, because it's all very close, but it's, it's all very, you know, frightening, but nothing happens, or very little happens yeah. in there. But just the level of, and the speed. Like, we were going down the Champs-Élysées at 90 kilometers an hour. Yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? It's 90k an hour <laughs> to catch up the peloton. So yeah. did it blow you away? The expectations, totally, because yeah. I, I yeah. knew I knew it was going to be chaotic, but, but, it, but I had no level of chaos, yeah. and that's only a stage in Paris. I cannot imagine a stage up Alpe d'Huez, yeah. down Alpe d'Huez. This sort yeah. of thing is just you know. And then you know what? As a uh, draw of luck, 
I was with the driver that had the accident with Bauer from Bike Exchange. Oh, damn. And like, <laughs> Did you know this at the end of the no, day no, I knew, or I, at I, the start? I actually knew this from the beginning because all the, all the <laughs> motorbike riders got me, are oh, you with him? No, so he uh, was allowed back on the race. But he was allowed back. He got a one-day suspension. Um, and he was very humble, to was be he? honest. Was he? He said mistakes Did he have happen. some pie in his trunk? No, he explained to me <laughs> how it happened. And he said he was a collateral damage of the accident that happened in front. There was an emergency braking to be made. He said at the speed we were going, mathematically, I could not brake. And I had to make a decision, and he made the wrong one. He, you know what? I think he's actually right. I and, think he's actually And he got correct. blamed for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the crashes happened at the same time, but yeah. simultaneously, and kudos to the team car, they anchored the brakes yeah. big time. Because instantly they see the crash, they put the brakes on. Well, Yeah, I'll let him off the hook too. Yeah, I'll okay. let him off the hook Good. too. Good. And did he do well today? He did well today. He did well today. He did okay. Like, where does so <laughs> my on a foot chart, is a bit hurting? On, on, a, on a chart of excellent, very good, extremely good, well, he was fun. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Nah, that's good okay. Stuff. We, had, we had running. We'll leave it at that. We'll I, had a, it I had that. a great day. It was fantastic. But this is not the subject of this podcast. <laughs> believe no, it or not. No. Uh, we had a race up and down the Champs Elysees, and in the end, Philipson won that sprint. It's not a surprise because that's the one uh, I picked in my uh, competition. But oh, are you surprised? You, <laughs> you are just and you, wait, wait because I two picked out of three. <laughs> you've won two out of the three stages. I mean, I'm happy for you with Laporte, <laughs> but now I'm just starting to. It's like you've already won too many times. Exactly. Tall poppy syndrome. I just want to knock you off the perch. And you know it's not finished. Wait until this the oh, follow up of this podcast. I know. And then, I know. <laughs> but yeah. uh, Philipsen, let's look at uh, at this and not the internal competition. Philipsen. Uh, fantastic winner on a fantastic place, the Champs Elysees. Yeah, he was he was super. And look, I think he was. I think now that it's done and dusted, it's easy to say it, isn't it? In hindsight, and to look back, but he probably was the guy that of the sprinters that had the form building towards the Champs Elysees. He was second to Laporte. Yep, he would have won the stage if it had been a bunch of sprint. He got that elusive stage win, you know, a few days prior which he'd worked hard for. He'd already had a, a, few, a bunch of second places and, and podium places. So he was always, I think, knocking on the door for another one. And he did it convincingly today. Yep. He really uh, did. So good on him. And what a reward for the Alpacine uh, Phoenix uh, team as well, because they, I mean, they, they lost Mathieu van der Poel on the way. Yeah, uh, and that's that's a good reward. Two stage wins, one in Paris, like you mentioned before. You said it is the World Championship of uh, of cycling. Uh, they they can they, they have to be happy with this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And look, to think that three years ago you thought the team was one dimensional with yep. Matthew Van der Poel. Well, they're way more than that now, and and they are going to continue continue to be more than that. We know that. And Philipson, you know, he started his career at UAE. Yeah, he started as a neo pro at UAE. I don't think they recontracted him. And of course, now we know they they were building more towards a general classification team. But he sort of, you know, probably took a step down, if you like, with Alpacin. They weren't World Tour. Um, but look at him now. Two stage wins. He's on his way. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we have to talk about Caleb. Yeah. Because in the end, he's walking away empty-handed from this uh, Tour de France. The team's walking away empty-handed. And the team totally walking away to, uh, empty and for a Belgium team this is not looking good uh, and this is not a good year for them they are struggling for points uh, there's not a great deal of positive to take away from, from this no, whole tour is it? no and look let, let, let's be honest no no 100% and we you know we have to be brutally honest and Caleb's been great he's been upbeat he's done interviews starts finishes with us every day so I absolutely give him a lot of credit and kudos for that but when, when the result is a result, 
you can't hide from it. And I, he, he, he was disappointed today. I've heard some murmurs from some of the other TV crews here who got interviews with him. It took our crew a little bit to get an interview because we were sort of split mm. and they, they eventually got him. And I think when in the dust settles and he wakes up tomorrow, he's still going to be feeling this one. He's made it to, he's made it to Paris, but he's still going to be feeling it. And he'll bounce back. He's a star. He really is. And, but he's failed. He's failed at this tour. He knows that. Yeah. Not, you know, we don't have to tell him that. He knows that. Um, but he'll bounce back. He, 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 I don't believe this is, you know, he hasn't, had his, this is, he hasn't had his reign and it's over now. Yes, there's other talent rising, but Caleb will be back. I really believe it. If we just concentrate on the, on the team itself, how much pressure is Lotto Sudal under now in terms of points? UCI points. Well, this is getting a bit tense. Yeah, it's a million-dollar question, that one, isn't it? I, I don't know is the short answer. Like, I don't know. We need to literally look at the yeah. the, 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 the UCI rankings. But other teams have scored points here. They yes, haven't. correct. Well, Bex were bit by yeah. exchange, Jaco. I'll call them by their full names to credit Jerry Ryan yeah. for the money that he dips in. And incidentally, yeah. just the side grabbed three more years, yeah. Jerry Ryan. We'll talk about that in a moment. But, yeah, back to Lotto. Um, yeah, you're right. You're right. Teams have scored points here that were also in the relegation. Israel, another one, two stage yeah. wins. So, no, no, the pressure is on them. I'm not sure what they're thinking internally. Maybe, yeah, interesting to see what they'll be thinking. Whether or not they're happy to go down, like Albertson, not be world tour, regroup. They'll still get wild cards. They'll, they'll get wild cards. I would imagine to all three grand tours. I would imagine they're losing Philippe they're Gilbert a, though. Yeah, they're he's, not a, he's a big draw. Yeah, they're not a French team. They're losing Philippe Gilbert is a big draw card. They might not get the money uh, to to recruit a higher runner. level. Uh, I don't know. It, it sounds yeah, a bit like a, it, it and, sounds a bit like a perfect storm here. And can I? Yeah. And can I talk about that little thing you told me about Carrefour? Yeah, go on. Yeah. yeah. Well, you said it. Well, so. B BNB Hotel uh, may have found a new sponsor that will double up their budget. Uh, Carrefour, sort of like supermarket. If you don't, yeah. if you've never heard of yeah. Carrefour, <laughs> imagine Woolies jumping on board. Are you more of a Woolies man, not a oh, man? No, mate, no, Just I'm not equity. loyal at all. I'm not loyal. <laughs> well, I go to both. Um, but yes, that, that's basically Carrefour could uh, sponsor BNB Hotel and, and pure and simply double up their budget. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, competition is is here and and it's coming as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now there's, we'll have to watch this space. Um, they've still got the Vuelta. And they've still got a bunch of other races. Yeah. Um, and look, there's a bunch of races where it's skewed. Like the the um, the point system is slightly skewed. A one-day race will give you as much as a smaller tour. Okay. So why are you going to fight for a seven-day stage race when if you take your best sprinters or riders to this one-day race, which will give you the most amount of points? Matt White was telling me this over a... Um, so we might see Caleb turning up to some crit somewhere with, with well, double who, the points. Maybe, well, him or whoever, you know, they'll, they'll target. Yeah. That's what they should be doing. So um, they'll target, you know, the races that are important to them to get them in, to keep them in the world tour. Yeah, but yeah. time's running out. Very, very uh, interesting uh, indeed. Um, a good tour for the Aussies. Great we tour. Can, we can say. Yeah, yeah. great tour. If great we would tour. have said this at the beginning of the tour, we, we would be happy yeah, with I'd it. Sign up for take it. it. I would sign up for it. So two, two stage wins, uh, two second places. Three. Sorry, three, three second places. Yeah, yeah. Schultz, Michael Matthews twice. And then, of course, yeah. his stage win, Simon Clark's stage win. Um, they were brilliant. And, and look, the other guys, Chris Hamilton, Michael Storer, they were super domestics. I mean, they were brilliant. And we saw them on the front a lot. They just... They were really but rock solid. That is a very good point you make because 
more than other years, I think. And correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I've, I've only been in this country 20 years, but <laughs> I don't go back this much. More than, every, than any other years, we saw the Aussies performing at different levels. Yeah. In the mountains, with Storer and, uh, and, and stage wins as well in, in the mountain with Michael Matthews and, and so on. But you know, on the performance of Matthews in the mountains as well. But at every level, the domestic level, the mountain level, the, the teammate level, like the Aussies, it, it felt a lot more like a well-rounded tour for the Aussies. Not yeah. just speed, not just green jersey, not just sprint. No, no, you're right. You're spot on. I think this was one of those ones. And it's not to sort of discredit the Aussies that have done the tours previously. You know, we've had great success here over the years. For a nation that's, you know, our sports ranked number 10 or whatever, don't mind that noise in the background. No, they're I just backing up. Your, your production <laughs> brain is saying we But need it's, to stop it's talking. A, it's a, as live. It's as live as live as it can get. Just, so there's just guys, talk through it. There's guys unpacking everywhere <laughs> around us. Cables getting wound up around us. It's literally, it's actually we're not funny. joking, it's actually happening. Um... <laughs> No, look, yeah, but this, this bunch and this group we've got coming through, and there's a few Aussies missing that maybe could have been here, and they will be eventually, and debutantes as well. We're already, Al, I'm excited about the future, um, you yeah. know, the next five years of this current crop yeah. um, and beyond. Do you know who we haven't talked about yet? Who? It's been uh, 13 minutes in this podcast. There's a guy that won this race, Vingegaard. We haven't talked about the yellow jersey. We're better. Yeah. yeah. Shall we? Okay. Mate, I, was, I, was <laughs> I, was, I was all over it. Uh, amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Now we look back the dominance from the Yumbo uh, Visma team. Yeah. Um, you know what? 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 What more can we add about what we already said along the way? Yeah. No. Everything you just said. And look, I think I'll, I'll steal a couple of lines from Rolf Sorensen in the interview I did with him. He's you know a legend from the 80s and 90s. Rolf, a Danish now commentator. Um, He was, you know, he was hanging on every pedal stroke. I think they all were the Danes here, as we were with Cadell Evans when he won. But he said, you know, this and that. And he said, you know, and, and some questionable tactics about Yamba Visna mm. early on. We did. We questioned Wout van Aert jumping up the road for 100 kilometres. And I'd still say that was a bad tactic, even though they've won the race. And Wout van Aert has proven he can just do whatever he wants to do. But all in all... What's impressive about Vingago is two years ago, and anyone who's listening, you can scream at us if you want. No one knew. No one knew who he was. Less than, and Rolf Sorensen said the same. He said, 18 months ago, he didn't know who he was. Mm. He'd, be, he'd heard of him, but he didn't know, he didn't know anything about but him. But someone at Yumbo must have known. Well, they did. They <laughs> obviously did. I know, so, I'm being cheeky, but for yeah. real. No, no, that's right. Well, he sent them their power data. He won some race, and they... They either requested it or he wanted to send his power data and they took him. And But, you know, what's astounding about these sort of riders? And look, Richie Port was one of these guys right back when he first sort of came to prominence. He hadn't spent that much time in a peloton. Yeah. You've got to be able to negotiate the peloton. You know, you've got to, that takes some riders years. It took me years to be mm. able to fight my way to the front. And secondly, I had to have good legs. So 99% of the time I never had good legs, so it was too hard to bloody fight my way to the front. So Vingago won. We know he's a, a he's a freak talent. He had to be to beat to, to beat Pogacar. But then secondly, yes, he had great teammates, but he still at times had to negotiate his way through the peloton. And that that we can't discount that element to being a professional cyclist and a successful one. Yeah. You know, you've got to be at the front when it matters. And the team itself. 
Um, yeah, super. super. Super dominance. Yeah, super. Uh, what was nice today in the stage is that Van Aert almost sacrificed his win on the on the Champs Elysees to be able to to be with the teammates and cross the line together. Yeah, is that how you read it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He, um, no, he did, he did, and uh, he. I think the last couple of days, he's th three days, you know, up Autocam as well. We thought, is he going to win the stage and take the KOM Van Art? Yep. That is, but then he sacrificed himself for Vingago, and you know the emotions he showed at the time trial. He was in tears for Vingago, for for the, what they've done. No, he, he. Um, I, there was a moment where I thought, is he getting a bit selfish and a bit sort of um, thinking of himself? Mm -hmm. But then I tell you what, the last three, four days of this race, Wout Van Aert uh, proved that he is a real team player. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and of course, Pogacar, before we, uh, we wrap up, uh, finish wrapping up the, this race, uh, Pogacar, you know, he's still a champion, yeah. if not on the jersey by the attitude. I would oh, say. the attitude and big smile on the podium at the end. He, he'll be back. Yeah. He'll be back. You think so? <laughs> oh, can we not wait for the battle? I cannot wait for the battle next year already. Yeah. Hopefully I, we have Bernal yeah. back and maybe there's another, um, you know, player in that as well, suspect in that. So And maybe one or two, who knows? Um, but but Pogacar's, yeah, he's great. He's, yeah. he's so good for our sport. Yeah. He really is. He really is. And his interviews are great. He's, he's still a kid. Yeah. I think I can say that at my age. Yeah, he's well, still he's, a kid. He wins the white jersey, so he's still a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That qualifies him for one. Yeah. Okay, there was another tour that started today. Tour oh, de France Femme. We've know. been waiting and expecting for this one, for the, the, the Tour de France Femme avec Zwift to start for a long time. He's been postponed because of, of COVID, but uh, what, a, what a way to start today. What a day. Yeah. I'll be really, really honest. This morning I woke up a bit flat. Not, uh, not, not, I'm not sure what it is. I've done 15 of these. Could be things. a six-hour drive yesterday <laughs> at 1 a.m. It was totally the six-hour drive, and and I drove the whole way, and that's yeah. not um, even um, funny. No, nah, it's not having a go up my my our crew. Um, I drove because I got to sleep in a little bit, but I woke up and I was a little bit flat. I, you know, you just you sleep deprived for three weeks, and and then the women started racing, and I got reinvigorated. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I really did, and. You know, I've I've been in this sport since I was four, so I'm I, I won't tell you how old I am. Yeah, you know <laughs> you're, you're more than four. But I I grew up racing against girls. Yeah. At the age of seven, I grew up training with girls. I grew up supporting women. My wife and I have run events for boys and girls. I'm all about equality. Yeah. In this sport and in life, and my parents brought me up that way. And I know we've had a tour de France. We don't need to talk about that old bloody debate, but. This is a new chapter, mm -hmm. and today it started, and it's really special. And so we have yeah. a stage on the Champs Elysees. Yeah, and who won? Oh my God! Here we go. I'm having, leave me in my moment. <laughs> We've been assaulted by fans. <laughs> We're being assaulted by Danish fans. Oh my goodness. <laughs> He's happy. <laughs> how, that, how good is that? How good is that? This is the Tour de France. They're on the uh, other side of the fence. So, yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, we look proud, but not I too think, much. How many, how many Carlsbergs do you think that uh, gentleman has had? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Good I was having a moment, but please, come on. Tell, tell us who won. My pick, Weavis. Weavis. Lorena Weavis. Yeah, and well done. And double, double winner. Double, double pick. Yeah, that's I think a I, get, I get immunity. I think you get, do yeah, I get immunity get and immunity. bonus points. <laughs> I think you, get, you should get bonus points yeah. for that. Yeah, no, great opening stage. 
Um, everyone survived, but our very own. There's been a crash. Yeah, yeah. Amanda Spratt crashed. She lost about 56 seconds, and Yolo was in the group with Spratt. I'm not sure if, if she was caught up in that. Yeah. Um, but all in all, there actually, there was one DNF, and I think there was one withdrawal. So two actually will not start tomorrow. Okay. So that's I'm, I'm, I feel sad for those two women because they are part of this... Like I say, this new chapter, this new history that, that the women are writing. Um, but all in all, our Aussies got through. You know what I love about this too? Uh, we went out, two crews. Gracie was, you know, she was the number one camera getting all the interviews with all the Aussies. That was mm. our big focus today. And as I rode past, I was there to mop up the ones that she missed or didn't get. So as all the girls come past, I was yelling out to them and they were all stopping and having a two or three minute chat. <laughs> and I wanted to let them go. It's, you know, they, they're on the game. They've got to go and recover. Yeah. They, were, they were just wanted to chat and they were happy to see uh, SBS here covering it. And we're proud of that, aren't we? Absolutely. We're super proud. That, and, and, we're, and we're going all the way to the what, Super yeah. Plonge, or la Plonge Belfi yeah. uh, in eight days' time. So. Yeah, it's, I can't wait to dissect this and we'll Absolutely. have Gracie and Bridie on. And the stage day. tomorrow, there's a stage tomorrow going to Provence. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, it's, it's well and truly started. So 137 kilometre stage tomorrow. Flat stage, basically. Starts just 50 kilometres out of Paris, the outskirts of Paris, if you like. And then it's game on. Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be great. I can't wait. Absolutely. Thank you for coming, uh, Maka. One last little thing. Phil Liggett yeah, has Phil just Liggett. finished his 50th edition of the tour. What a star. Yeah, and is he called... Uh, Bernard Thévenet, 50 times on the Tour de France as well. Wow. That, that, it's amazing. A, it's, it's just an amazing, yeah. an amazing volume. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 uh, and, and yeah, Phil Liggett is such a legend of, of our sport yeah. and, uh, and our game as well. Yeah, he is. Game, so. he is. So we salute you, Phil. Yeah. And as a broadcaster of any, probably of any nation, of any language, you know, 50 editions. Yeah. To not miss one because, yeah. you know, you got crook two days before or whatever you break no, your leg unreal. he hasn't missed one so unreal. well done Phil absolutely thank you for coming Maka thank you this was the uh, Zwift SBS Cycling Podcast before we go let me remind you that you can uh, download stream or subscribe to this podcast on our website sbs.com.au slash sport or log a ride with our friends at Zwift until next time it's bye for now now that we're finished talking about cycling for today at least let's do a little riding ourselves because the fun never stops on Zwift training solo at home gets old real quick but with Zwift group rides, events and races, you'll have plenty of people to ride and chat with to keep you motivated. Plus, it's got great built-in training programs tailored for every ability. There are even workouts that can be squeezed into 20 minutes if you're really stuck for time. On Zwift, traffic lights, stop signs, busy roads, bad weather, they all disappear. And each interval has the watts and rest periods dialed in for the perfect training conditions. To start riding and discover how Zwift makes indoor training fun, head to Zwift.com for a free seven-day trial. Thanks for watching or listening while you're riding on Zwift. Ride on.